Hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of the podcast in my head. I'm your host, Jonah D. And before I control the minds of your humans, I have to ask you a question. Have you done your daily dose of breathing? Breathing is very important to your species. So make sure that you do it and do it twice, okay? You breathe in through your nostrils and exhale through your mouth. Ah, that's how my species breathes. We're going to do it again. We're going to breathe in, and then we're going to breathe out. <laughs> okay, I've been doing that for about 45 seconds. I think that's enough, guys. What is going on? In case you can't tell by the upbeat tone of my voice, I am in a good mood. Well, why are you in a good mood, Jonah? Well, I'm glad that you guys asked. Um, I've done really nothing over the last week, at least not really anything productive. My house is a fucking pigsty. Uh, my car is a mess. And I could not be happier. Oh, I even had a good chuckle today. I was um, thinking because I wanted to look around for a couple of jobs, you know, always looking to switch it up. And uh, I'm packing up my work and I'm leaving. And uh, one of the important people there goes, oh, hey, I know it's time for you to go, but we only have this little bit left. Any chance you want to stay for a couple minutes, help us out? And I immediately say, no, I don't think I will, actually. And uh, I just pack my shit and go. And I go, thinking to myself, you know, one job that you definitely couldn't do, Jonah, would be a hostage negotiator. Could you imagine it? I'm standing behind that squad car with my useless vest that doesn't really cover anything important. And yet somehow in every series, whenever someone gets shot, it always hits him in the vest. Does nobody know how to aim for the head or the neck? Jeez. Whatever. Anyway, so <laughs> could you imagine? I'm like, you know, reading off the little speech to the psycho. It's got the woman by the hair and the gun to her temple. And he's like, you know, I'll give you the $50,000 in the car. I will kill her. I'll do it. And I'm like, all right, all right, pal. Let's slow down. Let's slow down, okay? Believe me, you don't want to do this. Whoa, is it 2.30 already? All right, guys, uh, good luck. Here you are. Uh, and I'll be... I'll be cheering for you guys from the sidelines. See you guys. I'm done. Soon as soon as my time comes, I'm gone. All right. Then the next person comes out. They bring in the you know the night shift guy, the one who's never dealt with a daytime hostage before, and they're totally different. Okay, the psychos are different. You know, day versus evening. You ever played Dying Light? You know, the freaks come out at night. The freaks come out at night. <laughs> yeah. So he's like. uh, He's like, he's like, wait, wait, you can't just leave me like this. Where were you in the speech? I'm like already speeding off in my Corvette. He's like, uh, uh, there are a lot of people who care about you. He already said that, you asshole. Oh, 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 sorry. And then boom, she's getting killed while I'm sitting on my bed with the Batman Snuggie and a mug of hot cocoa. 
hey, hey, once my time is done, my time is done. Okay. <laughs> Protect myself and serve myself hot cocoa. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you guys another job that I won't be getting. Uh, I'm not going to say the name, but uh, I was going to go into my local knickknack shop and talk to the manager there. Because when I was a kid, my parents and such always told me, all right, whenever you want to go and apply for a job, you always go in and you always introduce yourself to the manager, okay? And that way, they know your face and uh, for when they go and pull your application, okay? You always want to make a good impression, okay? Which, really, that only works if you're actually a likable person. Because if you have a terrible personality, you definitely don't want to, you know, put that on the forefront of the person's mind. So I walk in through the front doors and I hear, well, this is completely unacceptable. Your return policy says that I can return it within seven days for a full refund. This is bullshit. And then I hear, well, ma'am, we saw you go right outside of the store and throw it against the concrete. That doesn't, that's not covered by our return policy, ma'am. We watched you do it. Okay, and, and then the lady's going, what is and she just turns around and storms out, right? So I see this person who was just getting yelled at uh, turn around and he start walking towards the back of the store, probably to blow off steam, you know, cuss the lady out. Same shit that any one of us would have done. So I'm like, well, let me not ask her. Well, let me ask somebody else for the manager. I look around, but I don't really see anybody else. So I put in my very, very best polite voice, and I go, excuse me, excuse me, miss. And then she turns around with the fire in her eyes for just a second, thinking that maybe it was that horrible woman coming back. She sees that it's me, and then she goes, how can I help you? So I just go over to her, and I was like, damn, what a bitch, right? <laughs> maybe she'll uh, step off of the sidewalk and twist her, uh, twist her ankle going down. So I'm I'm laughing, and the woman is just sitting there straight-faced. Fair enough, she's at work, really can't, you know, laugh about stuff like that, I guess. So I go, well, I don't want to take up too much of your time, miss. I was just wondering if you could point me in the direction of your manager. So I shit you not, this woman takes a step back and then spins around, then takes another step forward and go, I'm the manager, how can I help you? And then that's when I knew that I was not going to be getting that job. <laughs> yeah, she told me, I said, but I figured I'm already there. So I'm like, uh, well, I was interested in applying here. And she goes, uh-huh, well, what can you do? And I was like, well, I have customer, customers, a lot of customer service uh, experience. If you go to any of my previous employers, they'll tell you that that's one of my strongest traits. And this woman, without missing a beat, goes, well, if your customer service was that good, I don't think you would rag on customers as soon as their backs are turned. And I just thanked her for her time, and I turned around and walked out of the store. So I think I'll be sitting at my current job for a little bit longer. Not a big deal. Whatever. So besides that, um, I had recently gotten a little bit into, I don't even know what it's called, but plants and shit, okay? Plants are cool, all right? I know how I told you guys 
in the last episode, I believe, you know, if you ever get a chance to stop and smell the roses, like really do it. It'll brighten your day. And I do stand by that. So I figured, well, let me get a plant from my house so I can, you know, get some positive juju up in this bush. So I got myself a lavender plant, not really knowing the kind of climate that lavender plants like to be in. So I'm going to just educate you guys for about 13 seconds, okay? If nothing else, you can walk away from this episode saying, I learned a little bit of something. So lavender plants, for the most part, like it in kind of hot, humid, or I'm sorry, kind of hot, kind of hot, dry places. They only need to get watered like once every two weeks. Now, this doesn't exactly apply to every strain of lavender because there is a lot of different strains, but for the most part, okay? The problem is where I live, the different seasons are extreme. I got my plant in like August, like an idiot, okay, towards the end of the summer. So now we've had like four snows in the last, like, I don't know, two months. So I killed that plant. That's dead. <laughs> I kind of feel bad, but really for the most part, I kind of only got it to grind the lavender up with my weeds, man, with my, with my bread, man. You just grind a little bit into it, man. It really smooths you out, man. It's good stuff. So that's okay. I'll just buy another plant and uh, kill that one too. <laughs> Rest in peace, Delilah. Uh, Delilah. Uh, <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know, I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. It's it's probably going to be a good six or seven plants that get killed before I figure this shit out. <laughs> oh. So, I was listening, because I like to listen to podcasts while I'm at work, and uh, I'm not going to say the name again, all right, because they ain't paying me to shout them out. But this podcast was talking about Millie Vanilli. Now, for anybody who was born, I don't know, after the year 1995, has probably never heard of them, okay? There were this pair of black Germans back in, like, 1990 who had a real, that had, like, three hits, okay? They were really, really big, huge, okay? They started from nothing and it exploded, Okay. And it turned out that they were lip syncing their songs. Like they weren't even the voices on the record. It was some other people. These two black guys were just there, you know, f- for the face of it. And uh, tragically, uh, putting a trigger warning here for the harm of one's self, okay? Uh, tragically, one of them, after it, it came out that they were faking it, uh, they kind of lost everything. Uh, they had, you know, future con- uh, concerts and stuff planned. They had to reimburse people for their tickets. People bought merchandise and CDs and albums and stuff and had they had to, you know, reimburse all those people. So it's not even just that, like, they got dragged for being fake. It's they got dragged for being fake and lost everything. <laughs> like, even this, like, even, like, uh, a kid in an interview said something like they're, like, dirty scumbags or something. And, um... But one of them, uh, tragically... Uh, took their uh, took their own lives. It's very very unfortunate. But uh, the person in this po- uh, in this podcast made a very good point. And uh, one of the yeah, he said, you know, it's interesting if Millie Vanilli, because like I said, they were around in like 1990. If Millie Vanilli had been around, hell, even just 15, you know, 10, even 15 years later, it wouldn't have mattered. 
you know, and their manager, the guy who, you know, kind of brought the whole thing together, where they asked him about it, like, how could you do that? How could you, like, why would you fake, you know, these, have these two phonies doing it pretty much? He's like, well, this is an important lesson for people to learn that in the industry, you know, everything that you see in the entertainment business is fake. And the dude wasn't wrong. I mean, look at it. Look at, look at how big Photoshop, you know, is. Look at the auto-tune, okay? Some of the biggest people, some of the biggest models, you know, they edit their pictures. Like, really not much that we hear in the entertainment industry, like see or hear, is real. It's crazy. Like, have you ever <laughs> listened to your favorite song on the album and then listen to your favorite and then listen to that same song, but like look it up on YouTube and just look for it a live version. There are some who are just as good as they are on album. There are some. There are some who are better live than they are on out on record. But then there are some who are worse. And I think we all know someone, a group, a band, whatever, who is worse live than they are, you know, on album. It's just kind of crazy. It's really unfortunate, you know. Yeah, that that person, I, I'm terrible for not knowing his name, you know, could have still been around. And it really wasn't that big of a deal with what they were doing, honestly. Hell, look, look at all the air that they put in your bags of chips, okay? Even that's fake, you know, but you don't see laser Doritos having to reimburse people for their stuff. Whatever, I just think, you know, they were they were ahead of their time, okay? Millie Vanilli was ahead of their time, seriously. Ugh, well, that was depressing. Ugh. So, how about something a little bit more on a positive note? All right. So, I'm coming up on my sixth, seventh year anniversary of uh, living in this area that I live in. Uh, I grew up. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I moved out here when I was 21. Yeah, I moved out here when I was 21. And uh, I remember where I grew up. It's only about 50 miles away from here, but it's so very different. I, I came from a big city, okay? And, you know, now I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in the small town, you know, everybody kind of knows everybody. And, well, not quite that small, but you get the idea. Definitely smaller than where I was before. Where I lived before, I used to live in... Uh, and uh, Montgomery County, okay? It's like the third richest county in America, according to something I heard when I was a kid, and I just never looked into it, and I say it as if it's true. And uh, I remember I told them, hey, I'm going to move out to Washington County. And everybody there going, ooh, you're going to move out there? And I'm like, yeah, what's so bad about that? And they're like, ooh, it's racist out there. You better be careful. And I'm like, eh, you guys are exaggerating. It's it's like right here. It's only 50 miles away. It can't be that different. Yeah. Did you guys know that a week after, well, no, you didn't know. Of course you didn't know. I'm going to tell you. A week after I moved out here, I was walking home from a uh, from a store that was like two miles away from my house. Back when I used to walk everywhere, I used to really love it. Uh, plus the air out here, is, I will admit, is a lot fresher than where I was before. Anyway, I was walking home and I heard a shot, like a and then that was it. And then I heard it again. But this time I heard a as it was, and it whizzed, it like brushed the back of my hair. 
And then I held it, and then I heard it into the dirt. <laughs> there was a hill next to me. Yeah, I got shot at. That was interesting. Uh, I'll tell you guys this. Let me let me just tell you how crazy. First of all, when people ask me what this place is like, what Washington County is like, I say, have you ever seen cops? They're like, yeah. I go, that's pretty much what Washington County is like. And it's true. Uh, if you're ever like, you know, let me tell you how bad the drug problem is out here. Okay. So somebody asked, hey, where can I dispose of these pills that I have? Like, what's the right way to do it? And multiple people, and I believe that it was unironically, were like, you can just go down to City Park and just sprinkle them on the grass and they'll be gone by morning. It is insane. Every other day I'm seeing on Facebook another video of some crackhead out here, of some, I'm sorry, not crackhead. That's a in that's an insulting term okay uh to those people that use drugs all right a lot of them there's two pages of you know that are called like crazy shit happening in washington county okay there's two pages for it that's how much one page wasn't enough for it they needed a second one there was one time oh my god i was at a mcdonald's and I'm seeing, like, one of the employees, like, wiping the counter, right? And I'm like, all right, whatever. And But then I notice that this guy isn't wearing a McDonald's uniform. He's wearing, like, just a plain black shirt and these, like, acid wash jeans. And then I look and I notice that his rag looks like he soaked it in Coke for, like, a week. And I'm not talking about cocaine, okay? And he's, this dude is wiping the fucking counter. And no one is saying anything to this guy. And if it wasn't for the fact that I had already eaten my food, I, oh, sorry, just thinking about it is grossing me out all over again. Like, this place is insane. I saw a guy, he was outside of a of a liquor store okay naked washing his car just 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 right there right in the liquor store parking lot just naked washing his car and it was like 2 30 in the afternoon okay wasn't even late night you know the freaks come out at night but also during the day like it's oh my gosh I, let me put it to you guys this way okay Back when I lived in Montgomery County, I'll tell you guys the craziest thing that I ever saw, okay? So, I was going to the bus stop, and I get there, and I notice that there's a guy. This guy is passed out on the sidewalk in front of the bench, okay? He's wearing a white wife beater and orange overall, so, so I'm pretty sure... Like, this dude was wearing, like, prison overalls, okay? But you know how you see him in movies where they take it off at the top and just kind of tie it off at the waist like a jacket, and they just had the white wife beater? Yeah, he was wearing that, all right? But completely passed out on the sidewalk in front of this bench. All around him were pills. He had the bottle in his hand with the cap off of it. Pills all around this guy, okay? So as I'm standing here, which I obviously didn't go over to the bus to the bus stop. I was standing across the street, okay? As I'm standing there, this cop pulls up. 
He gets out of the car. He walks over to the guy. He kicks him in the side, okay? Not a, you know, trying to crack your rib kick, just like a, you know, swift little kick in the side. The guy, <laughs> what, what, what? And the cop's like, hey, man, you got to move. And he's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. And he just gets up with the empty pill bottle in his hand and without picking them up, just walks off. And then the cop gets in his car and drives off. That's the craziest thing. I lived there for, let me see, I lived there from the time that I was 12 until I was 21. So in the nine years that I was there, that is the craziest thing that I ever saw while I was down there. Believe me when I say that I see crazier shit than that here on a daily basis, okay? Like when I told people there, back in Montgomery County, when that happened to me, they were like, what? That That's insane, dude. If they were to come out here for just a day, I think they would have a heart attack. Jesus. And then, like I said, they said that it was racist out here, which I don't know. I can't really say for sure that it is. I can say that I've definitely had um, a couple of people that have given me sideways looks or have turned their, you know, turned their noses up at me. But I've kind of had that happen everywhere. So I wouldn't say that it's especially racist out here, but uh, it is excessively depressing. Okay. There's trash all over the place. Every other, no, I'm sorry. Every like fourth store is actually open. Everything else is shut down. They open something, you know, and in three days they're going, all right, we're going out of business. So, you know, there's that. It's, but, but, but it is nice out here because there isn't really much to do. This isn't really a party area. This is kind of for older people or if you want to just spend time with your family or if you're really, really religious and you just want to go to church, okay? Well, that's honestly about all there is to do out here and smoke cigarettes. That's really it. (laughs) Or, you know, try to get yourself on heroin, okay? That is, whoo, that's our specialty. Heroin, okay? So, excuse me. But all in all, I like it out here. Kind of peaceful and quiet. I like having a dog barking in the background because I'm so I've been so used to it. Everywhere that I've lived, there's always been a dog barking in the background. So I kind of just you know, it's weird when I'm when I go to like my to my in laws' house. They live in a nice white neighborhood and it's dead quiet and it drives me insane. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's that's just a little bit, a little bit about Jonah, all right? But there is another reason why I'm in a really good mood. Uh, over this last week, guys, you would be so proud of me. I've actually had two, at least what I would call productive, how about civil? Yeah, two civil interactions with feminists. What? You're getting along with feminists now? Crazy. I know, and uh, but but let me tell you, let me tell you guys how this happened, okay? So the first one happened where uh, in this group that I'm in, somebody asked a question of why is it that women like love to put other women down or something of that nature, like like why do women hate other women? And I was looking in the comments, and like every other answer was it's it's internalized misogyny, okay? That's what it is. They've turned us against each other, okay? And I didn't really respond to those, but I did comment. 
And I said, um, that's actually a really good question. I know a, a lot of men who wonder why that is. I said, as, from what I've observed in my own personal life, it seems like uh, relationships between women um, have a lot more like hostility in it. You know what, guys? Hold on, hold on. Let me let me actually pull up what I said, okay? Because it sounded a whole lot better when I was actually having the conversation, okay? So just give me a second, guys. It's really... That's fair. Uh, hey, I found it. So I said, in all seriousness, men have been wondering this forever. With guys, mostly, we just enjoy our hobbies and shit talk slash blow off steam. But from the outside looking in, it seems like there's a lot more depth to female friendships. I also think jealousy and envy, and, and then in parentheses, to the point of expressing them at least, tend to be more common in those friendships. That being said, I have no degrees to back up anything I say. I only speak to what I've seen personally and heard from other women, okay? Now, the person who, again, name I will not say, uh, just know that this is a woman who is both Black and Asian. And to sum up what she says, because she explains this very well, but to sum up what she says, and I hope that I do it justice when I do this, is essentially that the reason why that those jealousies and those, uh, what did I say? Jealousy and uh, envy is something that men have instilled in women over centuries, okay? Pretty much herding them like cattle, all right? And then we told them, she said somewhere in there, uh, let's see, it's men that have kept women in a place of shut up, no one cares what you think slash your feelings and thoughts don't matter. And then we, um, women were in structured interactions and told constantly how to act, which involved not speaking your mind and shutting up. Uh, let's see. And then also women were taught to be competitive for a man. Okay. Now this, uh, these are her words. All right. Those are little pieces from what she said. And she says, we're t talking centuries of conditioning here. Okay. Now, in my next uh, thing that I said, it's also quite long, but uh, what I said to sum it up, sorry, I'm just kind of skimming this real quick, is I said, so, okay, I can agree with that in a sense. That kind of makes sense, at least to me, okay, of that being the reason why there's all, you know, all this aggression that makes sense, okay? I said, um... For what I understand, the purpose of like that, uh, <laughs> Jesus, I'm butchering this. Uh, from what I can understand, the purpose seems to be more for letting out aggression that's been built up for centuries, which is true. I, what I've just seen from modern feminism, legally, they have the same rights. Socially, women don't have the same, the same uh, rights as men. But, you know, we also don't have all the social rights that women have, but that's not what this is about. But just know that it is on both sides, okay? It is. Uh, it's just in different areas, alrighty? So I said, I can understand letting out aggression, which is what it seems like modern feminism is doing. I said, however, what I don't understand is, okay, I'm not 
defending the uh I, I keep almost saying Steve Harvey, the Bill Cosby's, the Harvey Weinsteins, the Brock Turners. I don't defend those guys. Those guys, they're horrible. They need to be punished. They should have been punished. You know, that they need to be punished for what it is that they did. I agree with that. And for if you're gonna hate men, then hate those men. Okay. Hate the men that are actually perpetrators. But you're lumping all men into one category and treating all of us like we're all perpetrators. Okay. Now they say that they that this is the product that uh, she said that this was uh, centuries of conditioning. Okay, of men conditioning women, and it's hard for me to understand if it's t- if it's been over the course of centuries. This predates me by a lot. So me myself and a lot of other men are not going to understand that. Okay, if it's centuries of conditioning, it's just as confusing to us as it would be to women. Eh, it's confusing the word I want to use but like our ability to grasp that concept. Because believe me when I say, no one wrote a book entitled Impressing Women 101. There's no class for that, okay? It's all, you know, it's in our media, it's in our books. It's it's like subliminally given to us, okay? So I said, um, I said, we live in a society that is a byproduct of centuries of inequality, and a lot of their ideals are still present in our society, but the people who initiated them are long dead. I feel like a mother wouldn't put the sins of her children's and father on them. I feel that generally we're just as much slaves to this system as you, being women, are victims. Now, to be very clear what I mean by this, I'm not trying to turn this into a, well, men are victims of this system too. That's not what I'm trying to... I'm not trying to do because that would just invalidate, you know, the women's suffering. Okay. Um, but us men are just as much slaves to that system as women are victims because believe, like I said, no one sat me down and said, okay, now when a girl tries to speak her mind, you look at her and you say, shut up, bitch. Nobody wants to hear from you. That's just not how it goes. Okay. Even amongst my guy friends, I've never heard any talk like that. Okay, so uh, I said, I think that anyone, man or woman or anything else, should be judged based on their own actions and not those of their predecessors. Now, I am touching on stuff that we talked about, that we have talked about before, okay? Just talking about this again, because again, this was a positive interaction. So, um, I'll just actually just, uh, uh, it's, it's so long. Like, what she types, it's it's a lot. And I did read it. Okay, and it was very well typed. She talks about some of her own traumas, things that she has been through. And uh, the last thing that I said was, I really don't have anything to argue against what you said. I really agree with, you know, with what you said. And I said, uh, she had mentioned something about having to be wary of men, which I think you should be aware of. uh, uh, I'm sorry, you should be wary of anybody. But yes, I can also agree that especially men. I'm not arguing with that. I'm not arguing with any of that about the reasons why women view men the way that they do. I don't argue with that. What I do argue with is like when those crazy ones, like I talked about, those extremists are screaming at random dudes on the internet who haven't actually done anything, okay? That's where I draw the line. 
And the other thing of like I talked about a couple weeks ago when I got into an argument with Sam Smith and Justin Bieber, okay, you know, uh, they didn't want to admit what their wrong was. And it was, well, I may have did something, but what Jonah did was so much worse. So therefore, we're not on the same level and I don't owe him an apology, even if I did upset him. And what I was going for was for the admission of, you know, your own responsibility of the part that you played in this. And that person was refusing to admit their part. So I have understood everything that this woman, that this black and um, Asian woman has said to me. But the answer that I was asking and in this conversation, I even asked what the goal is. What's the goal? Is the goal to, you know, have the equality or is it just to let out frustrations? If you want to let out frustrations, okay, I understand. But you're still responsible for your actions. You don't get to go around being shitty to people who haven't done anything to you in the name of, well, other women have been made victims and women generally are victims of this society. So any wrongdoing that I as a woman do is just a product of me being tired of that oppression, okay? That is what I believe that that Sam Smith-Justin Bieber duo were insinuating, okay? If you guys even remember what I'm talking about, that long argument that I was in, okay, with the triggering of the RSD and all that stuff, okay? That's my whole point. But as I was saying about the being wary, uh, yeah, you should be wary of men. It keeps you safe. That's what I said. And then she said, but that's just it, Jonah. Women shouldn't have to be wary of men. Men should stop attacking, assaulting, and killing us. Okay? I have to disagree with her there because that there's so many comparisons to that. Like, okay, so when I cross the street, I shouldn't look both ways because drivers should just stop for me. Okay, I'm not trying to uh, demean her or take meaning away from what she is saying. That's just what it sounds like to me. Okay, or, you know, I should just be able to jump into a tiger cage. No, no, that that's a bit different. But like I should just walk in the woods and not pay attention to my surroundings because animals should attack me because you could say, okay, yeah, but those are animals. You can't compare those. And with drivers, accidents happen. Those aren't intentional. Those are accidents. Yes, but my point is things are going to happen. You're going to always have psychos. Those people out there who are, who are um, attacking, assaulting, and killing people, those are not sane people. Sane people didn't you know, strap bombs to their chest and fly into the Twin Towers. Okay, sane people didn't do that. And I don't believe that sane people will go and kill somebody, assault somebody, something of that nature. I don't I don't believe so. Okay? Somebody desperate, maybe. But even when you're desperate, you're not really considered to be sane when you're desperate. Okay? That has been a defense in court. Okay? So I had to disagree with her there of saying we shouldn't be wary. Men should just stop doing it because that's not a, that's not a learned behavior. You don't learn to kill somebody. You don't learn to attack somebody. That is something that's already in you. Okay, that's my belief. Feel free to argue with me. All right. So, um, yeah, that was that was really just about it. Uh, we we generally agreed on, you know, what the issue was. Now, 
there was another one. All right, one more. I say two interactions. So someone asked a question, and they said, "I have a partner that, it, uh, or I'm sorry, they said." Between my partner and myself, one of us is hypersexual and one of us is hyposexual, okay? They're both polar opposites. One is being really into it. One is being, you know, could care less, all right? So they said, is there any recommendation for, you know, what we can do about this? Because I just feel like, uh, you know, we're just in a, in a bad place. So... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, uh, I was looking at that conversation that I was telling you guys about just a minute ago, and I see that uh, Sam Smith was going in reacting to what I said again, <laughs> but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, get into that. So the other one that I was in was, uh, they said, you know, does anybody have a suggestions for how we can fix this? So what I said, this is very difficult for a lot of couples to pull off, but I would suggest bringing in another person for the sole sake of pleasure for the hypersexual partner in this. I'm not talking about three ways. I'm not talking about an open relationship. Just another person, kind of like a living sex doll, if that makes any sense. And I didn't really think much of it. I went to work and I come back to like 15 notifications on my phone, right? So just a couple of the comments th that were in response to what I said. Someone said, you mean a sex worker. And then someone said, as someone who has practiced ethical uh, polyamory for about a decade, this suggestion is offensive. People are not breathing sex dolls. They have thoughts and emotions. And then there are people saying, this isn't okay. What the fuck? Uh, that other person is a person, right? So at this point now, I uh, so... <laughs> I'm now seeing these and going, oh, I guess I fucked up, right? So this one person, okay, just going to call them uh, El Pollo, okay? So El Pollo is like, why are y'all so butthurt? All he was saying, all he was trying to say is someone with no attachments, which that is what I was trying to say. Uh, you're so sympathetic when it comes to having ADHD symptoms, but never, but have y'all never heard of not using the right words to, to describe something? So... Um, I had already made the decision that I was going to go ahead and change it because, all right, no big deal. So I replied to El Pollo. I said, um, I wasn't trying to offend anyone, but most of them were respectful. So I have no problem listening and adjusting. I'll admit, I don't see what the big deal is, but it only takes two seconds to edit a post, which is true. Okay. Most of the people were fairly respectful. My they you know, my language was offensive to people. I don't mind changing it. I really don't. If I had gotten all this, you know, crazy, oh my god, you're a sexist pig, you then I probably just would have been like, go fuck yourself. But I'm willing to listen to anybody who's willing to talk to me. Okay. If you that's just plain and simple. If you're willing to talk to me, I'm willing to talk to you and I'm willing to listen. Okay. So El Pollo said, It's all good, man. I just think it's better to look out for everyone instead of assuming the worst in people. And uh, so my other thoughts on this is, you know, I thanked uh, El Pollo and I said, it would be better if we assumed the best of people, but we as a society have thrown that out the window. I can see why, so I don't question it really. Personally, a few times I've asked people to say some men rather than all men. And even though I get flamed in return, I still don't want to be a hypocrite. 
I'd rather lead by example. So then I start looking at El Pollo, right? Because I, I like to have an idea of who I'm dealing with. I think it's kind of relevant to their perspective. It speaks just a little bit to their experiences. And I see that El Pollo is, uh, well, I don't know how to say the female version of it. El Polla? <laughs> no. <laughs> La Pollo? All right. I, I don't know. But it was actually a, a lady or, you know, maybe a transgendered person. I don't know. Okay. So... I thought that was really interesting that like some of that like somebody of that nature would come to my defense on this. Like, you know, that was really cool. And again, I talked with this person and um, I edited the post. I changed it to say uh, not talking about three ways, not talking about an open relationship, just another person to help relieve that stress. OK, I think that's a lot. I think that was a better way to put it. All right. So, yeah, that's about that. I, um, <laughs> what am I at right now? 18, the other one was like 23, so 40. Ooh, okay. Wow, we're getting about up there, hitting almost the 45-minute mark. Uh, So I guess it's at this part that I say, hey, thanks to everybody who gives me five stars. Thanks to all the people who comment. Um, I uh, have gotten a lot of comments about the morality bit that I was on. Uh, got a lot of really interesting perspectives on that. Uh, I had a little bit more that I wanted to add to that because uh, I wanted to clarify uh, what I meant when I was talking about uh, the impact of religion on it. Uh, so I think that what... We have to, religion has to be present in our society in order for our society to function. There has to be, okay? And religion is one of the ways that we have control over our people because think about it. If, have you guys seen Bruce Almighty with uh, Jim Carrey, Jennifer Aniston, and Morgan Freeman where he like literally becomes God for like a week, I think? And it all goes to shit, Okay. The, the city is rioting, you know, destroying themselves, like Scarecrow hit him with fear toxin. And uh, he's like, I just tried to make everybody happy. And he's like, yeah, you, you, no, you, can't, you can't do it like that. Well, um, one thing that I, that I took from that movie and something that I've taken kind of just from history, looking at history, is that we as humans have a lot of flaws, okay? If you live by the word of the Bible, for example, even though those are the words of God, again, if you believe in that, it, th those words were still conveyed to a man and he had to write them, okay? Now, if you believe that there's a God and God created, you know, the heavens and everything and he made all of us, okay, we're talking about an extremely high level being, okay? Something that I don't even think Something that I don't think we as humans would be able to comprehend, even if God existed, okay? I just don't believe that we could. Like, a being that can make the whole world, there is no way that we'd be able to understand them, okay? We barely understand our own laws, okay, that we made ourselves, and we still go, okay, well, maybe this law is outdated. Maybe this needs to be changed a little bit here. Maybe this needs to be adjusted a, a little bit there. Um yeah, like we just, there's, there's, I don't believe that 
any God that does exist would be able to be understood. I know. How many times are you going to say that? Oh, my gosh. Okay. You know, so. But the, the thing about religion is that it keeps enough people in line to not just go around killing and stealing shit whenever they want it. Okay. So I can't, I'm not saying that we don't need religion. I think we do need it. Okay. You know, it's just those extremists that always make it weird. Okay. So that's just all that I wanted to add on that guys. Uh, Keep those comments coming in. Like I said, I read them all. Uh, I really love hearing what you guys think about it because that's how we get to know each other and understand each other better. Uh, You know, tell your friends to listen. I've been creeping up there and listeners, which that's really great. Really appreciate those guys. And I think that'll just about do it for me. You guys have a good one. I will see y'all. Hmm. I don't want to say that I'm going to do a mini bomb this weekend. I'm just saying it could happen. All right. You guys have a good week. Try not to choke anybody. All right. See ya.